Welcome to VISTA Table Talks. I'm Kim Chin, the Assistant National Director of the UPTUS VISTA program. We're back again with our full year series. As the world is transitioning back to in-person work, our VISTAs are also in a transition period. On this episode, we're joined by three VISTA members, one who is ending her service term at the end of the month, and two who are about halfway through as they break down what it's been like to participate in AmeriCorps in the last year of mostly remote work. They discuss the highs, the lows, and the in-between of remote service. Leading this conversation is Emily Murtaugh, who is a current VISTA at Woodcraft Rangers, but is also coming to the end of her service term at the end of this month. Emily, take it away. Well, hi, everyone. I'm happy to be here and host this conversation today on a reflection on what it's like been working from home as a VISTA, as an AmeriCorps VISTA. So currently, we're here in October 2021. Um, I'm excited to get to know. We have Twyla and Nikki, and my name's Emily. I'll introduce myself, and then I'll pass it over to you both. Um, so my name is Emily. I use she, her pronouns. I'm an AmeriCorps VISTA in Los Angeles, California at Woodcraft Rangers. Um, Woodcraft Rangers, their mission is to, um, or their goals are to expand pathways to youth um, in all, you know, K through 12, giving them purposeful lives. And so we have clubs um in 80, dif 80 different schools throughout the LA region and my role is on the learning team and helping to build their capacity with data with um, talking to alumni we're approaching our centennial so getting ready for 100 years of, of Woodcraft Rangers as well as doing um trainings and data and all the all the various roles um, that we serve as VISTAs and I also want to say a favorite hobby of mine has been um, hanging out with my dogs. I have two, um, I have a little Shih Tzu and a little Chihuahua. They're 15 year old. So I've had them since I was probably eight. And now they're going, you know, blind and, and a little bit deaf. So making sure that they're comfortable and happy at home has been one of my favorite things to do while I'm here at home as a Vista. Nice, nice. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Mickey. Uh, my pronouns are him, his, and he. Um, I'm AmeriCorps VISTA for Active City Hartford. Um, and so Active City is a nonprofit organization in the city of Hartford, Connecticut. Um, what we do is we make sure um, that kids um, in the city have access to recreational sports programs. Um, and Active City's mission is to connect all of the existing sports programs within the city of Hartford, because there's a bunch of them, um, and create new programming through them. Um, we promote their programs. We have our own programs that we promote. Um, so yeah, working with them has been really fun um, and exciting and fulfilling. Active City, my role with them as an AmeriCorps VISTA has been to um, kind of support their infrastructure. Um, mostly been doing um, a lot of grant writing and fundraising so we could support programs for kids. Um, and so we can create our own programs for kids, um, recreational sports programs. So that's, um, and I've also been helping them with um, marketing and advertising. So helping them create a new web website, um, 
supporting their database, all of their financial records, um, keeping track of our, our grant records, um, pretty a little bit of everything for them. Um, so yeah, uh, and my favorite hobby. Um, so being home and with COVID and quarantining, I've um, been working out more. So I've been doing a lot of home workouts actually. And uh, I noticed that it's almost the same thing as going to the gym and it's a lot cheaper. So um, that's my kind of spontaneous fun thing that I like to do. Um, I've been watching my health a, a lot more since then. Yeah. Cool. Hi everyone, I'm Twyla and um, my pronouns are she, her. I'm an AmeriCorps Vista in New York City and I'm currently assigned at um, Renaissance, Renaissance Charter School um, and that's um, close by just right outside of Manhattan um, in Queens. So my role there, I'm an information specialist which basically means that I help collect student data and the day-to-day -day data includes attendance, anything regarding um, their demographics, background information, anything parents would need um, to have access to, including grades and things like that. And so just supporting the administrative team as much as possible to make sure that when the information is needed, it can be pulled for like the Board of Ed and any parents that need it. Awesome. Oh, and what's your... Oh, yeah. Oh, so since being home, um, you know, it, it's just such a new world. I've been trying to walk more and make that become more of my day-to-day -day since I'm not getting up and commuting anymore. Um, and so I've just been incorporating that and um, trying to cook, trying to stay in the kitchen as much as possible. Not very hands-on in the kitchen, so trying to develop that skill as much as I can. <laughs> For sure. Thanks. Thanks to you both. It's really great to be here and to talk. Um, I guess going off of what Tyler was saying, what is what is your day to day um, feel like, look like, sound like as a Vista? For me, I'm sitting here in my childhood bedroom. I moved back um, to my in with my parents in August of last year amidst COVID, and um, so I have you know my plants on the wall. I have sort of made my own situation in my room, but most of my year is sitting here in this chair. I have my, you know, my mom also works from home. So um, we, you know, she's my coworker over here. Like my dogs are my coworkers. It, um, it's becoming fall in October. So, you know, it was really windy yesterday. So that, you know, I noticed that on my walks, but what is it, how has it felt like, um, looked like for you as a Vista? Um, so for me, um... Yeah, so when, so I started in January, so um, I had graduated from college um, with the kind of with the pandemic class, so everything was kind of weird, um, so I was kind of acclimated to working from home, doing like schoolwork and being on class with, with Zoom, so I was pretty familiar with um, all of the mechanics um, from working from home. Um, so kind of what my day-to-day -day looks like now is um, I'm, I'm always trying to keep up with my emails. I get a lot more emails now. Um, and I have two emails that I work off of. So um, on top of that, I'm working through Slack with Active City and also with AmeriCorps. So trying to make sure that I don't miss any of my notifications um, while working. Um, 
so like I said, we do a lot of grants. So um, I'm always on my laptop um, trying to find new grants, trying to make sure the grants that we have pending are, um, you know, make sure that they're good and trying to make sure that we meet all the deadlines and have all of the right information for the grants that we need to get in. Um, because what I've noticed is um, writing grants is it's easy when you have everything that you need and it's hard when you don't. Um, and it's, it's more beneficial if you have um, kind of like a relationship with the grant providers and if they kind of have an idea and a feel for what your program has done because they want to make sure that the money that they're, you know, granting is, you know, being used in a beneficial way. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my day to day. I'm always I'm working with technology, doing Zooms. Um, so I'm kind of in a hybrid kind of um, type of working situation because um, sometimes I'll have to go in for meetings or I'll have to go help out with the registration for Active City um, or check in for a rec program that they're running. So sometimes I do have to go in to um, help out with that, but I, I am mostly from working from home. Um, so it's been it's been interesting. Um, I get a lot of work done from home. So, I mean, it's not that different from being in the office. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, my year actually started in April, so I'm almost halfway through. And for me, like the sounds I hear are like leaf blowers all the time lately. Um, but, you know, it's good to be in your own space because then you get to create, you know, your own comfort kind of environment. I have my little weighted pup right here over my shoulder. I don't have any pets, so, but he serves as my best pet. And um, yeah, so just my, my little space here in the attic, cause I'm also at home again and I'm um, having my flowers nearby just to create that like comfort that you would, I guess, in an office, but still, you know, like making sure that um, it's comfortable enough cause it is home and that's a valued part of the assignment. So I'm fully remote. Um, and I check in with the team all the time. So, you know, just making sure that I'm checking emails, um, Slack, like you mentioned, Mikey. Um, and um, yeah, that's basically it, my environment. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've been, I've been full, well, fully remote in my, my day to day. Um, I spent two weeks up at summer camp this year in the mountains of Idlewild, so sort of in a deserty environment. Um, teaching rock climbing and that was really fun because it was the first time after being with Woodcraft Rangers for um, at least half of my half of my year so six months um, interacting with the, the young people that we serve and so that was really fulfilling because I got to see you know see how the, the you know kids were out and about running and while we were you know had specific COVID precautions like people were still in their groups it was nice just to be in person again and to um, do do activities and programming in person. So um, I appreciate I appreciate both and all of it. Um, and so uh, Mickey, you spoke about it a little bit, but I would love to hear more too about um, how your VISTA experience has, has been shaped from working from home. Is it something that you expected? Um, and um, what, what the, what has been like the successes or challenges that you faced in working from home? 
Yeah. Um, so it's actually not what I expected because when I first started in January, um, I was going in the office, um, you know, doing everything that I do here at home now, but just in the office. And then unfortunately somebody in our office had, um, had gotten COVID. So they had gotten COVID like one or two months after um, I was working in the office. So after that, we kind of switched to a hybrid for me. Um, um, and my whole site was, um, you know, it was all, you know, based on my feelings and how I was feeling about it. Um, and so I kind of went for more of the hybrid um, because after doing it for a while, I realized that, you know, I, we both kind of realized that I, I don't technically need to be, you know, with them in their office, but I do have to be online um, during my designated hours. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not really what I expected, um, but then moving forward from it, kind of, you know, moving forward from somebody having gotten COVID and, you know, having to move to work from home, um, it wasn't that different. And we realized that um, we were still able to hit all our marks. We were still able to do everything that we needed to get done, have meetings. Um, and if I need to go in for something that's extremely important, I do. Um, I think one of the challenges has been kind of, for me at least, it's been figuring out like when to stop working because uh, I'll be home all day working really. And sometimes I go over my designated hours trying to get things done or just I get lost in, you know, research or I get lost in uh, a task just trying to finish it. And I'll, I'll look up at the clock and I'll be like, oh, wow, it's nine o'clock or eight o'clock and the sun went down. I didn't even realize it. Um, so that's been like a, a challenge, just, you know, not overworking myself. Um, but it's also been an ex a success um, and, you know, helping them figure out, you know, you know, relationships with the grants, like I was saying earlier and, and why we don't get certain grants and why we get other grants. So one of the, one of two big successes that we Active City has had is that we are granted $10,000 to run a program that we are currently, um, you know, programming for right now. Um, it's supposed, I believe it's supposed to run next summer. And um, that's kind of like a, a summer sport kind of like camp thing where kids will come to a certain park. We'll have different uh, coaches for different sports um, and that will run for them. And another success that we had this past spring was we partnered with the city of Hartford actually and, and Luke Mayor Bronin's office to um, facilitate a program called Jumpstart. Um, and it served around uh, 1,200, so 1,200 kids. Um, they all got to participate in this um, spring sports Jumpstart program for free. Um, and it was comprised of um, recreational track, football, basketball, um, I believe baseball was a part of it. Um, and the program went really well. Um, it got shouted out on our local news. Um, 
yeah, like I said, a thousand kids, a thousand and two hundred kids got to participate in spring sports for free. So yeah, that I think that was a, a really good success for us. You know, amidst like the pandemic and and COVID um, protocols and and everything, I think that was that was really good. We're we are really happy about that. Sounds really fun. It sounds like those deep dives into the research, those long nights are worth it because you have those good successes. But also being able to balance work, I feel like it's been a big, a big uh, challenge because you never, you know, like you said, there's no clock in, clock out, or I have to, you know, worry about traffic or driving. And so um, it's easy to justify staying on a computer for, you know, one more hour, or a little bit more, but, um, you know, recognizing it and saying, okay, this is my to do list and this is what I have to get done is also important. Right. I can definitely relate with that whole like borderless or like boundless kind of day and mm -hmm. just making sure that you're setting, you know, your own kind of like restrictions on things because, you know, your, your team doesn't want you to like, they don't want you to go overboard, but they definitely want you to turn over what they need. And so, yeah, I'm familiar with that at my placement too. Um, and also to you, Twyla, I guess a question to follow up on that is what um, has been a, a success out of, out of this working from home period for you? Sure. Um, the first success is just being able to, you know, like before now I was going into an office, a, a designated space, um, but we were fur furloughed. So it was great to come across this opportunity and to like jump on to the you know, Vista role. And it was seamless, actually. I, I got really familiar with the team right away. So I feel like that was a success. So even though I'm transitioning into being remote, not being familiar with it at all, it went well. And um, I connected with people right away through email, through Slack or whatever other means you, you just learn and you, you kind of roll with it. And um, you get on a new team and you're, you know, like you're, you're doing your onboarding, your training but it went well. And so I'm glad that that part of it um, was seamless. Um, in terms of just like, you know, where I feel like that distance, you know, you, you'd love to be able to see people every single day. But then again, you know, Zoom accounts for that. And so I valued just learning Zoom and being able to, to use those tools that kind of just like popped up out of nowhere but they've been useful because of the remote um, aspect. So yeah, you, you just learn to balance, learn to roll with it and look for the good in everything. I was able to even see like um, at the end of the school year, all the report cards roll out and I was a part of that. So, you know, task specific kind of things. Mm -hmm. And I'd never been a part of that. So it was really good to help support those things. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to think about and hear about how every single organization too is going through their own mm -hmm. um, different opening up or like specific instances of being in person. Um, for me at Woodcraft Rangers, our office is going under renovation. So it's been physically impossible to be in person because our office space is being under construction right now. Um, and I'm in my last two weeks as my VISTA of my VISTA year, just to provide some context to that as well. And um, the office is going to reopen right as soon as my first year ends and so <laughs> it's a little bit of a, a double-edged sword that I'm, I'm, I was able to work from home for the whole year um, 
but right when it ends is when people will be able to come back together, you know, or at least a little bit more. Um, and Mickey, <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's interesting to hear too, how you started in person yeah. and then shifted to back to being in virtual or a hybrid kind of situation. Um, so I guess going off of that, um, what, what has, uh, I've heard from, you know, both of you that through working from home, you're actually a little bit more productive, um, than being in an office. And so for me, sometimes being at home is a little bit more challenging because, um, I can go down that rabbit hole of research or I can open another tab and, and look at something that I, I, I do, it does associate with the work that I do and it is going to contribute to something in the long run but maybe isn't on that specific to-do list task for today. So I guess my question on that regard is like, what motivates you to get through, get through your day at home? Yeah, I think um, for me, it's, it's always been kind of like, even when I was in school, it's always kind of been like, you know, just getting the task done so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> I've, I've, I always I have like this big fear of being like reprimanded or being seen as lazy. Um, so that kind of like motivates me because I, I don't I don't want anybody to think of me as that. So I, I always try to I, I do um, kind of confide and um, uh, kind of feel for you on that kind of like um, doing a t uh, something that's not you know urgent but is kind of connected to the long run and it's like the mission of of the host site um but yeah like I I just don't like to get reprimanded or <laughs> or you know seen as not doing what needs to get done um so that kind of that motivates me the most to um get you know all the tasks done I started creating like lists like little checklists just so I'm you know able to um get some stuff done and like sometimes like most of the time I, I'll finish things um really early um so whenever I finish something early um what I started doing more so now is um sending it to my supervisor and then my other supervisor so they could you know check my work or you know make necessary changes or so they could just see that <laughs> I'm doing what needs to get done um kind of you know doing those check-ins with them as um help because it's my, made the work better. Um, we're able to do more. Um, they're always, they're also, um, my supervisors are also, they have their hands in like many projects. Um, so they're also um, all, always really busy. Um, so that checklist really helps me kind of, you know, get through what I, what I need to get through first and then, you know, kind of get to double back on things that we've kind of talked about already or new things that need to get done um so the checklist has actually really helped me um and yeah so yeah that I think that's my my biggest motivation <laughs> not getting in trouble and making sure <laughs> making sure I get what needs to get done done sure. <laughs> we've both touched on like you know, the same strategies I use, at least to stay focused, and it's the checklist and making sure you're checking in with your team. It provides that structure, you know, to make sure you're on task. And um, I guess always making sure that I remember that a person is behind the information I'm looking for. So like, you know, like I, I made Dilly Dally going on power school, like that's the database they use. But then when I remember, oh, this is needed for, you know, 
the, the advisory team to reach out to the student or this is need for the parent, needed for the parent to be able to assess where their, their child is you know, performing, then that gets me to do it a little bit faster kind of a thing because there's a person behind these numbers or these figures. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I need to get this done for that. Yeah, I totally hear you and relate to both of you. And Twyla, like, I think the mantra that I use in my head is, or somebody said to me once, like, it's an honor, an honor to be doing this, like this work, we were you know, impacting so many kids and being able to provide programming in, in this experience and in this, in this role, like this is also really unique in what, what we're able to do and in a year of service and the trust that for me, my organization gives me and the, the different tasks that I have is, is so much for, for somebody who's you know, gonna be here for a year of service. And so making sure that that is done as um, you know, gracefully and <laughs> as uh, efficiently and however, you know, best, whatever, I, whatever my best is, I wanna put that into the work that I do. Um, right now I'm in the, the part of a VISTA year, which is called legacy planning. And so write, writing up all the things that I have done this past year and hopefully with, with the intention of passing it over to whoever takes up the project next year or in, you know, in three weeks. And so um, that has been also some, you know, great opportunity to reflect on the, the work that I've, the work that, you know, I've done. And so I'm excited for you both to, to end, go through your, your rest of your years as well. Um, I wanna transition a little bit to thinking more broadly about the VISTA program and think about um, advantages and disadvantages to, to the VISTA program specifically being done remotely. And if you have any advice or not advice yet, but um, any thoughts on, on VISTA being done remotely in the future, um, what are your thoughts on, the, on that? Um, I think the advantages and disadvantages kind of, I th more so for, for me, I think it depends on the program that you're working with and your host site. Um, it hasn't been a disadvantage for me working from home because, um, because like I said, I'm still able to do everything I need to get done. Um, you know, have my meetings, um, write up my grants, um, and yeah, like sometimes I do go in, um, but that's means mostly because um, it, it's, it requires a physical body to be there for like, you know, um, check-ins and registration for the recreational sports programs and sometimes even particip participating in them or, you know, just being there for an extra body in case, you know, anything goes wrong with the program, but kind of like on the back end of, of you know, the more, I don't want to say more important, but like the more um, structural um, work that I have to get done for Active City, um, working from home hasn't been um, too much of a disadvantage. You know, I think the only thing that would probably impact my work is if like there's a, a crazy storm and like the inter get, internet gets knocked out or, you know, Zoom is acting really wacky that day when we're, we have an important meeting. Um, I think that's you know, technology is, is an advantage and then it could also be a disadvantage depending on, you know, the day. Um, so I, I also think that um, working from home 
could be an advantage to, um, you know, more specifically in my role. Um, it just depends on the person and, and how motivated, motivated they are to get the work done. Um, you know, I, I feel comfortable in my, my house. I'm very blessed to feel comfortable and, and me be able to have, you know, internet and a working laptop and, you know, kind of the things that we kind of take for granted um, sometimes. Um, so I'm able to, you know, really get what I need to get done in a timely manner and efficiently. Um, so yeah, I, I think the, the, the advantages and disadvantages kind of um, vary from program to program. I think if, I mean, the whole COVID experience, everything was just so heavy, so much sadness, you know, but if anything positive came out of it, I think it's just the idea that some roles can actually shift to more, to being remote, you know, and it, it can happen and it can be successful and it can still successfully run. Yeah, a lot of the sports-based um, activities or, or assignments will require you to be hands-on with your students and and present with your students, but I think it should definitely be considered, you know, the actual assignment itself. And if it can be done remote, let it be done remote. Cause you know, Emily, you mentioned the whole trust thing, you know, like a lot of us, I think we're showing even our supervisors that, you know, given the responsibility, a lot of us can do it. And, you know, we can be trusted to do it diligently even though we're not like being watched every single day. And so it should be considered, you know, hey, which one of these roles can be remote? Let it be remote. And, you know, those others that could be hybrid, let them be hybrid. And then, you know, we still love and value sporting activities and being in person. So those definitely should be in person, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, the entire, it seems like the entire workplace is changing too. So this isn't only specific to Vista, but right. um, it will impact you know, the future of our, as we're entering early, you know, we're all early professionals entering careers. Um, it's interesting to think about what, what that will be, be for us and what that will hold. And so I know that future VISTAs or future people considering applying to VISTA might be listening to this. So um, to wrap up our conversation today, I wanted to ask what recommendations or advice would you give to either any future VISTAs who might be working from home or even to yourself what advice would you give yourself um, if you were looking back and you know looking back at your, yourself starting your Vista year? I was nervous right off the bat. Like I said, I had never done like anything like this before, but I would definitely tell myself it's fun. You know, like just go for it. The role is amazing. You're learning while you go, and so I know the next Vista is definitely going to love this school. The team is amazing. They're, they're a great group of people that you can connect with and you'll know them forever, I feel. Like even after I'm done, I'm, I'm definitely gonna keep in touch. So it's a positive experience and go for it is what I tell myself and the new Vista. <laughs> I think um, any, my, I guess my future advice to um, you know future Vistas who are probably working from home or working remotely, um, I think definitely getting into a schedule will definitely help you a lot more than, you know, kind of, you know, just waking up and like, you know, just getting online or hopping on your database or when, whenever you can, or, you know, whenever you feel like it, you know, kind of, you know, building that discipline and, you know, being diligent with your work, um, it makes it a lot more easier um, 
because like I said earlier, what I find um, after, you know, kind of, you know, getting in my routine of working home and, and um, it's, I've gotten a lot more done. I hit my marks um, and it, and it works for me. So, you know, kind of, you know, trying new things and figuring out what works for you the the most Um, because everybody's different. Right. So, you know, whatever you can do to get the job done. Right. Um, um, and what's, I'm sorry, what was the, there was another question, right? It was, it was sort of the same question. Like if you were looking back at yourself when you started from where you're at now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, if I was, so I guess advice to myself. Yeah. So when I, I was kind of the same as Twyla, I was kind of like, I don't know, should I, should I do it? Or should I kind of like go for, you know, something more, you know, like more corporate or, you know, more like. Or on the I was thinking yeah yeah I think um I've I've gained some really nice skills so I would probably I would tell myself you know go for it um it's a good learning experience mm-hmm. you'll meet a lot of people you'll understand how nonprofits work and actually what a nonprofit is mm-hmm. um I've learned a lot um you know dealing with grants and how grants are written especially more so for nonprofits and, and kind of, you know, the fundraising side of things and kind of how, like, how money works with that, you know, from, from state to federal. Um, so I, I would definitely tell myself to, to go for it and, you know, go for that lear- learning experience. It's a good, you'll, you'll gain some really good skills. Um, and then after it, you know, some corporate, or wherever you want to go, a big nonprofit will probably pick you up because all the skills that you gain with um, AmeriCorps and Vista and your and your host site. So yeah, thanks, thanks all. One of my and just to wrap it up, yeah, one of my favorite things about Vista is I get to talk to people who are in Connecticut and New York, and I never would have had this opportunity um, had it not been for AmeriCorps Vista. So I am thankful for both of you and the opportunity to be here and, and talk about our experiences as Vistas, but also just connect with other people who are passionate about the nonprofit field, passionate about young people in sports and recreation. So thank you. Thank you for being here and the opportunity to talk. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, thank you.